I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Jason Smith. Welcome to the Home and Away podcast. This week, we're taking it on location. Now, as we all know, our favorite and most iconic locations in Home and Away are filmed in gorgeous Summer Bay. So, what is it like when the cast and crew depart the bay for a special storyline? Joining us for the Away From The Bay podcast, sharing with us the behind the scenes stories is director Arnie Custo and Sophie Dillman, who plays Ziggy Estoni. Arnie, welcome to the podcast. Could we start off by asking you how, what, when, where did your journey with Home Away start? Too many questions. I know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's actually the three rule, isn't it? About six years ago, I was in South Australia and I was doing a kids series there at the time. And I got a phone call from producer Lucy who uh, rang me up and said, hi, we haven't met, but um, would you be interested in coming, coming to do Home and Away? And I said, <coughs> no. <laughs> The show terrified me. The speed at which everybody works just terrified me. I went, nah, I'm not doing it. No way, I can't do it. And then she rang back again and tried again. And I went, oh, I had nothing up my sleeve that time. I thought, oh, a bit of spare time. I'll go to Sydney and I'll try it. Did one block, had a ball, and have never left. Love the place. Absolutely love it. It's a very addictive place, isn't it? Really? It is. Once it is a great place to work. And when you think about where we shoot the locations and, and the people. Yeah, it's it's better than working. I love that you say that it's too fast and he is one of the directors that is always up in time. Always, you always know Arnie's going so quick and it was too quick for you. It's, it's different to long form uh, our drama that I was used to. Yeah, very, fair. very different. So yeah. You guys are shooting like almost two feature films a week. Isn't that how it works out minutes wise? Mm. To Gosh, in studio we, we're shooting probably... What is it, 60, 90, around, around, around 90 minutes in studio, mm-hmm. a week in studio, and then we've got the location on top of that. So, yeah, we're going pretty fast. Most people can't believe you're shooting 16 minutes. What gets me is these guys know the lines for you know, 13, 14 scenes a day. Yeah, I can't believe we can do that, but everyone can. Like, now it's very easy to do. When I first started, I remember sitting there at night going over my lines for the 12 scenes I had the next day and I was like it's never I'm never it's not gonna it's never gonna and now you can just you have your process you know how how it has to happen and how quickly you have to do it and you also know the the trick spots where you've got I've seen off so I can do the next three or I've got the time to do the prep for next week two days ago or whatever so you're all it's like second nature now it's all about riding that wave isn't it yeah the, the wave of survival. <laughs> if you don't, you get I like out. that. <laughs> Pretty much sums it up. Survival. Some of those. Some of those studio days. Mm. Yeah, survival. Yeah. And Sophie Dillman, the beautiful Ziggy Estoni. We uh, have the same question for you. I have the same question for you. Could you share with us a little bit about your first encounter with the Bay? I'd been out of drama school for a year. I started at QUT in Queensland and I'd been auditioning back and forward and it was sort of November and I just booked a holiday to go to Vietnam and I was like, I have to get out of here. I've 
I've been working, I worked as a nurse through that year. So I was nursing for a year and auditioning and not getting anywhere. And so I booked a holiday and then got the call for Ziggy. And so I did her and I was like, that's the first, I reckon, good audition I've had my entire career thus far. I hope I get a call back. And I got a call back that was four days before I was meant to leave. And it was the scariest, that was the scariest, longest day of my life. And then I did the call back. It was a whole day. And on the Monday, I found out when I'd started, just done, I just helped a lady do a boob job and she'd thrown up all over me in recovery. And, <laughs> and then I got the call back. Wow. So here I am. <laughs> now that's drama. <laughs> and so you're a trained nurse. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a registered nurse. I did nursing before I went to acting school. It makes it really easy when we're doing our hospital scenes. <laughs> you don't have to tell Sophie anything. You actually ask Sophie, give us a hand. And help, help. No, I've got this. Yeah. Here's my stethoscope. Let's get into it. Yeah. And Arnie, what was your first Home and Away block you directed? What was that one? What was it? <laughs> I came in uh, a couple of blocks after a season opener and I arrived and was told, okay, there's been an explosion in the hospital. <laughs> Shocker. And there have been... People have been killed and people are have losing babies and, and people have lost their memories. And I'm going, who, what, I, I, I don't get it. Where do we shoot? Uh, uh, and uh, it was like being thrown in the deep end. And, of course, you had all the Braxton chaos and you had illegal parties being thrown, whatever. And I think, this is all in one block. It's terrifying just seeing how much they were packing in. Do you have any special memories from that shoot? Just being terrified, basically. Yeah. <laughs> a wave of fear. So it's... <laughs> That's it. I've got to tell you, six years I have done so many episodes. So uh, after a while you're sitting there just going, trying to remember specific ones. I remember uh, Bianca being um, uh, losing her uh, memory, um, Lisa Gormley. And uh, she was fantastic. I had so much fun working with her. But, you know, just going through the process of, of what it would be like to not remember who you are and who people are and that, that whole trying to make that as authentic as possible was really fun. We had a lot of fun doing that. And Ricky lost her baby and, you know, just going through those processes. Getting into the nitty-gritty of each character. And I've only just met these people. Yeah. And so I'm having to get into their psyche and get really personal with them. Tapping into their truth. Yeah, so it was um, it was a challenge. What happened? Why am I here? Because you had a head injury in, in, in the bomb blast. The what? The bomb? We just told you. Look, don't you remember? No, I don't remember. What is it? Is it still challenging now, after six years? It is challenging in that you want to keep it fresh. That is the challenge because I think uh, we could all shoot it. The, all the people who have been on it could shoot it. Most of us could shoot it and asleep now. But we don't want to. We want to make it interesting. We want to make it um, visually interesting and the characters interesting. So we just keep on pushing each other and... And we got a bit of rivalry between the directors, you know. Oh, you just, do? Yeah, oh, of course, of course. We all got egos. We all want to be okay. better. You guys, like this. what? <laughs> Tell me more about this situation. <laughs> so, who likes who? <laughs> and how would that drama come about? Who gets the big staff? Who gets the more character staff? Like, what is this? Oh no, no, no! Just you know, we'll we'll see shots that somebody else will do, and you go, okay, I'm gonna, yeah, I've seen. I like that shot. 
I might try and put a spin on it and make it mine, mine a little bit better. And oh yeah, I see what they've done there. And yeah, okay, try and go. shot goes higher. <laughs> yeah, we, we just try to outdo each other a little bit. Yeah, that's hilarious. And Sophie, can you remember the day Ziggy Estoni arrived in the bay? Yes, we arrived as the Estoni family, and we started at the Estoni house that was the city house. And so I did half a day there. And it was the first time I've ever been on a proper set with proper people. I remember someone picking me up, like the private car picking me up for work. And I woke up at four o'clock in the morning. I was like, this is the best day of my life. (laughs) This is the best day of my life. I have a private car. There's a pillow in the back. They knew my coffee order. I was like, this is the the greatest thing that has ever happened to me before. And then Amber walked me from the car to the makeup truck. I thought I had to do my own makeup. Like I took all my makeup and brought it ready to do my own. (laughs) That's what I heard. And I got there and I was like, why are they touching my, that's my makeup. And I remember Cameron going, what are you doing? And I was like, I'm just helping you put my eyelashes on. And they're like, you can just sit and relax, like put your head back. It's easier for us. I was like, all right, I'm just going to relax. And then um, we got in and we had to do all these like fight scenes and my sister and I were fighting over a phone and all that sort of stuff. And there was so much energy and so many people. And then I did the second half of the day was with my ex-husband, Jackson or Brody, and he and I were jumping in and out of a car and that was really fun. I had to do, I had to run so many times up this street. And by the end of it, the crossing guy was like, are you right? And I was like, (laughs) 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 but the take that they took from that, I jumped in the car and Jackson slammed the door on my foot. And I was like, and you can hear in the take, "Ah!" (laughs) like from in the car. (laughs) (laughs) So it was great. Fix your own foot up afterwards. Absolutely. Yeah. Best day of my life. Ziggy, I'm talking to you. I'm sorry, it's Jared. No, it was his idea, wasn't it, to steal the car? Look, steal is a strong word, okay? We just borrowed it for a joyride. Can you even hear yourself? Dad. Ziggy, when's this going to stop? You're 19. No uni, no job. I've been working at the bar. Yeah, until you got fired the other week for punching a customer. Who groped me. What? Now, Summer Bay, also known as Sydney's iconic Palm Beach, is not a bad office. What is the best part of going to work there? I just think being outside. I used to, I remember as a nurse being in a hospital all day, every day and being locked in a box and seeing the world from the windows and sometimes not even getting windows if you were in certain areas or in the theatre or whatever and being able to go and smell the ocean, see the ocean, be in the sun, be outside is just so cool. It's very rare, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Walking on the beach first thing in the morning on a summer morning, sun's rising and you're walking on the beach and then middle of the day, you're hot, sweaty, yeah. jump, jump in the surf. Literally go for a swim halfway yeah. through your day. It's so good. What kind of um, challenges do you face shooting at Palm Beach, Arnie? Aeroplanes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Seaplanes. Palm oh. Beach seaplanes, they fly loops around us. So they, that kills the, uh, the sound quite a lot. We can get three, 400 people standing there watching. So it's really quite funny when you think about it. You watch these guys, they're performing, and in the background is a couple of extras and a few fags. What you don't see is behind the camera could be three, 400 people all standing around watching. And they're just doing their stuff in front of all these people. And then we, uh, we cut and we have to do the reverses. And so we move those three, 400 people to the other side of the camera and the actors turn around and they can function amongst all these people. It's just amazing. And moving them around would be quite difficult. Yeah, it is. We have a team of security people who, who do that for us in the ADs and they, uh, they move everybody around the place, which is, which is kind of cool. Yeah. 
And what about where you filmed the iconic Summer Bay House, Caravan Park and Garage, uh, with Ziggy being an apprentice mechanic and having her boyfriend Dean live in the Caravan Park? You must spend a lot of time there, Sophie and Arnie. Any challenges at that location? I love shooting at the mechanic shop. I, that's my favourite location because it's set up, it's a proper mechanic, so you've got all the tools and all that sort of stuff. And Because, you know, I'm really good with cars and all that stuff. I know exactly what to do. Um, <laughs> Not. Someone told me the other day, and I might even get this wrong, but I was playing with spark plugs in one of the scenes and manual cars don't have spark plugs. Is that right? No, no that's not wrong. They do have spark plugs. Well, someone said to me that what I was playing with was not involved in the car. And I was like, sorry, <laughs> I'm a girl. Um, but that's my favorite. In the caravans, though, it can be freezing there. The coldest day of my life was at, at the caravan park in the mechanic shop. I had to chew ice cubes in on set because, you know, Ziggy was in the middle of winter wearing a leotard mini shorts and she had, we, we were blowing smoke out of our mouths. and Steam. The, steam. And at the time the director was like, chew on some ice cubes, that'll make it better. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's yeah, a good yeah. idea. Yeah, Let's more cold. cold on. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't you, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> we, we actually had it? a big storm there. We had a storm there a couple of years back. It flooded, the whole place flooded, and that washed away all the caravans. And they Sounds found like caravans, they found two of the caravans, like two or three kilometres down river, Whoa. up trees. Really? Yeah. The water was probably about a foot deep when they arrived, and then the flood just hit in earnest. And within no time, it was eight, ten feet deep, and the caravans are just floating away. Arnie, do you remember the, your first time filming a block with Sophie? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I remember the, the Estonia arrival. How was she too direct? Terrible. No, say terrible. no, no, no. <laughs> One of the things I've always, uh, this is going to sound like I'm sucking up to the young lady, but you know, <laughs> I've loved Sophie's energy from the instant I met her. She just had this full on, she's, she's fearless. She is not scared of anything. She just goes for it. We talked about scenes. I had to do um, a big emotional one with you and your mum battling away and you crying and what have you. And I'm, I'm going through the scene going, okay, I need you to be crying. You need to be facing this way. Because it's all very technical. It's not, you know, you can cry and we'll film it. No, no, no. We're going to film it this way and you'll be crying. So, uh, and Sophie was just up for everything, you know. Whatever we did, yeah, I'll try it. Yeah, I'll try it. Yeah, I'll try it. So it was, um, yeah, it was always, always fun. And we just kept on pushing each other and pushing each other. I think we did some pretty good work. Yeah. I was pretty happy with that part. Yeah, it was good. I remember, I remember the crying stuff. It was the first big argument I got to have on camera with my dad and I love arguments, like arguments in acting is some of my favorite stuff because I love jumping back and forward, that firingness. And Rowan is really good at it as well. So it was the first time that I had like had to shape up to a big actor, do it like a really good professional actor doing something. And like on the outside, I'm like, I can do this, I can do this on the inside. I was like, ah! <laughs> um, but it was really fun. Arnie's stuff is always really fun because he's always pushing for that like extra bit. He wants the extra more. He wants the really big emotion. He wants all that stuff. And so it means that, yeah, like you said, we push each other and you push each other through the block and that's really fun. Dad, stop. Where are you going? What are you doing? It's not right. Dad, it's great. It's I rubbish. love it. It's a total dud. Dad, would you stop? I love the board. I'm totally struck with don't, it. Don't, I just... don't, don't, don't do that. Don't tell me what you think I want to hear. Dad, I came off at once. What happened to not letting a craftsman blame their tools? It is a tool. Look at it. Shape's wrong. Fins are wrong. Not even cured properly. Dad, I don't I'm meant to be a premium shape. Is it? This is a dog. Dad, you're overreacting. Embarrassment. Dad. Could got you badly hurt. Dad, I'm fine. It's not right. Dad, Dad, stop it. Dad, stop. 
Did you know that the uh, Home and Away podcast is an enhanced podcast, which means you can watch along and listen along all at the same time. To make it happen and give it a go, download the Acast app and subscribe now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Now, what we're really here to talk about is special location shoots when Home and Away leaves the bay to tell a unique story. So, Arnie, was it your idea to go on a car rally to the middle of the Australian desert? No, it wasn't my idea. I, uh, I, got a, 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 I was asked um, by our producer Lucy and uh, Louise Bowes, our story producer, they took me in a little room and said, look, we've got this idea for a story and I'm wondering whether you'd be interested in doing it. And they pitched the idea to me. And as soon as they said car rally, South Australia back, I was in like, <laughs> like they didn't even have to finish the sentence. <laughs> so it was like cars, I'm a petrol head. I am an absolute petrol head. You give me a car and I'm a happy, happy little bunny rabbit. And uh, as soon as they said, yeah, yeah, well, we want to go off and do this story, I went, I'm in. Sign me up. This yeah, is the absolutely. dream scenario. Absolutely. I'll pay you. <laughs> <laughs> is this the one where I heard where cameras were melting or cars were melting and you know, yeah. big we desert had, drives? And tell me about that. That's mental. We had it – was, it, was, it was bizarre. Tony and I, my DOP, Tony Gardner, great guy, and I flew into the shoot to do the shoot. We'd actually been there a couple of, t- a couple of weeks before doing reckeys and working out what we're going to do. But we flew in a huge thunderstorm. Like we had this incredible heat and we picked all the locations, but we had this massive thunderstorm and a huge flash flood. So we arrive, all hell's breaking loose. Uh, we get to uh, the Parachilna Hotel, the Prairie Hotel in Parachilna, and the storm dissipates, And but we don't think much of it. Anyhow, we go and start shooting and it's hot. It's, it is really hot. And then one day... It got to about 45 degrees air temperature, which which makes it about 55 degrees on the ground. Hell on earth. It is. It was so hot. It was unbelievable. The cars were breaking down. Yeah, because it was so hot. Uh, Our shoes were melting onto the ground. Uh, yeah, the rubber soles of the shoes. Like you'd stick as you were walking. It was all insane. The, all the, uh, all the, uh, the guys, we had to constantly keep watering, watering, watering everybody. Keep everybody under sh- a shelter as soon as they'd step out of a car. Put a brolly up, put a brolly down. Yeah, it was like, and you'd, we, our nurses had like ice water blankets that they'd put on you until you rolled up they'd pull it off when you were rolling up and you'd see the steam go off for 10 seconds and you're dry like it was 
done. I've never, I've never experienced that heat before. Never want to ever. Again. No, <laughs> no, not honestly. I li- like, I like the heat. So it wasn't as bad for me. Poor Patrick. I thought he was going to die at some point. Yeah, I camera, really did. Yeah. The camera gear was got so hot. All the monitors uh, just went, they just fritzed. So we got $20,000 worth of monitors suddenly just all shut down. So we now got no monitors and we got three cameras and we're trying to change lenses and the heat was such that the lenses got so hot they expanded. So we couldn't change the lenses on the cameras. We couldn't get them in and out. We had to cool down the lenses and that took so much time. So we, we wound up losing so much time in that heat. Just, just this extraordinary managing. heat and we're supposed to move to another location to do a night shoot. And we sent on some of the uh, cars to the next location, get in there and so we're not late when we get there. And <clears throat> the storm that we didn't know, well, that hit us when we first arrived, washed away the location. So we didn't know until the guys went there and we said, we can't get in there, the location's gone. That's right. And that's so where the, we filmed the nights, the Yeah, so the we, went, we went plan B and, and sent out somebody and said, find me something that looks vaguely like this somewhere that we've been. And, and we so, basically turned up and we shot it off the, yeah. off the hip. But it was so beautiful yeah. where we ended up anyway. It was yeah. so good. One of the most testing shoots ever. You know, you're melting, then you're dealing with storms. <laughs> but you got through in some of the best scenes I've seen on Home and Away ever. I mean, amazing, amazing storyline. And it just looked really cool as well. It was. It was really fun to do. It was the best. I reckon the best like shooting week I've ever had. It was so much fun. It was so much fun. in the, Being in the middle of nowhere and doing that sort of thing was like... And it's having that adventure, isn't it? Away yeah. with the crew and cast and just mixing it up, which makes a big difference. Yeah, definitely. Now, uh, Sophie, let's uh, change gears a little bit. Ziggy's marriage to Brody was unfortunately pretty short-lived. How did you feel when you first heard that Ziggy was going to throw caution to the wind, encourage Jean to join in and get out on the open road? Was this as pre- a predictable reaction for Ziggy? For Ziggy's character, definitely. She's sort of really fiery and jumps on decisions and that sort of thing. And she was also really eager after she just cried for six months, essentially. Um, And she really needed some fun. But Sophie was also like, this is going to be awesome. I'd never done an away shoot before. I'd never done anything like that. And to be, or I'd done an away shoot, but I hadn't been the main character sort of thing. So like, I loved that this was, it was almost like my responsibility. It was my storyline. I had to make sure that it worked. I, I felt that pressure, but it wasn't pressure. It was more excitement. Like, this is my job. This is my bid. And it was the best. This is my moment. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Ah, oh, it's your friends from before. That looks like a radiator hose. Do need a hand? Oh, that'd be great. Ah, too bad. See you second. Who are you? What? I'm not going to stop and help the competition. There are support cars for that. What happened to this isn't even a race? Well, it is now, and I want to win. I'm sick of coming in second best. And Arnie, why South Australia? What is the the process of choosing an away location? We'd shot so many parts of Australia, and we wanted something completely visually different, something we hadn't done. I know South Australia pretty well because I was actually there for five years doing another show for another company and had a great vision of of what the Flinders Ranges looked like. And there's nothing like it, nothing in Australia like it. It's unreal. So why was the Flinders Ranges the perfect location for Ziggy to get away to heal after the Brodie and Simone betrayal? Because it's so different to the bay. It's so different to the coast. It is so stark. It's very, very harsh, but it's 
incredibly beautiful. You have to experience the, the, the solitude and the, and the uh, isolation to actually understand how stunning and striking and dangerous the place is. It is just an amazing piece of country, but the visuals and the cliffs and the, and the colours, colours yeah. and the sky. The sky, yeah. the, the sky, is, sky is almost an insanely surreal blue. Absolutely. And the cliffs and the colours of the, of the landscape and the red earth. Yep. Yeah. It's I mean, just the best, best The night sky, there. lots more stars. Oh. Yeah. Unreal. They were so bright that you could walk at night without a torch. Like, it was inc- I've never seen anything like it. So cool. Sophie, once you were out on the open road, how did you feel? Did it feel like Ziggy was finally getting the time and space away from the bay to really heal herself and discover what it was like to be solo again after the end of Brody and Ziggy? Yeah, definitely. I think the the physical challenges of the heat and the no people and you have to fend for yourself and that sort of thing like really brought her back to I have to deal with this. It's just there's nothing else there. There's nothing to distract you. There's there's nothing except your goal. And once you achieve your goal, it was kind of like she got to achieve that goal and get over that and cross the finish line, start fresh, line in the sand, mm-hmm. that sort of thing. And Arnie, is this why leaving the bay for a change of scenery was so important for the development of the character and the segue into the new next chapter for her? Totally. She had to. The character has to get taken out of her comfort zone into a totally alien environment, which allows her to be brave, make choices she wouldn't normally make, go through experiences that, sh- that are not her everyday experiences. So we put her in the most wild country, something that she's never experienced before, and just allowed her character and, and, uh, and Patty's character to, just to be free. So it's what the doctor ordered, basically. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Now, what were your expectations of the South Australian location and how did you prepare for the shoot? I went to Woolworths a <laughs> couple of days beforehand and got an exorbitant amount of snacks, yeah. like <laughs> exorbitant amount of snacks. The amount of lollies that were consumed during that time frame was unbelievable. But like Panadol, Gatorade, um, extra water bottles, Aragard, I get eaten alive by mosquitoes. So much sunscreen, you can't even think about it. And heaps of like, I brought heaps of magnesium and all that sort of stuff because you know if you're sitting in a car in the heat all day, you're going to get muscle cramps. And you don't realise that like on those sorts of shoots, or I, I never realised until I was warned, that it's almost like the acting bit you know you can do and you've done all the prep work for. I read, I knew those scripts inside out and back to front. I knew every emotion that I wanted and where I was going to put it and what needed to happen in the buildup. But the physical challenges of being in that heat and being in that car and doing it that many times in the sweat was the hardest bit. And the, just the, you couldn't drink enough water to stay hydrated all day. So you'd get home and be like, I was lying on the floor of the bathroom most nights under the shower just to like get my muscles to work again. So you have to take all the magnesium, you have to take all your vitamins, you have to sleep a lot. I had to eat a lot. Like I had to stretch in the mornings, that sort of thing. You had like, it's a big deal because otherwise you won't get through it. And then you, you and you're not exactly going to be able to go back there. So you had to be on your game all the time. Yeah, it sounds like Home and Away Survivor or something. Like that. <laughs> Pretty much sums it up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, how long were you on location for? Six days. We shot six days. We got up there a bit earlier, Tony and, and the Grips and uh, a few other people, but we'd been there uh, with Louise and plotted the thing about, uh, we'd been there twice more, so we'd been there probably about six, seven days all up 
in a couple of bursts uh, and walking around with uh, the story producer going, I love this location. How about we set this here? And that, oh, this would be great to do something here. And, and we, we actually just workshopped ideas to some of the locations that we, uh, that we found. One of the funniest ones was the dam. Yeah, the mud. That's my favourite. <laughs> the dam, the, the mud where Ziggy falls in and, and goes through and into the mud and gets stuck in there. That wasn't even in the script. We were looking for a location for them to have a swim. And we could only find this was one place because water's so scarce there. And I'm walking along this edge of this dam going, oh, this is pretty cool, but not really the most picturesque beach, water, beach, water, yeah. water part. Yeah. And I'm walking out and the rest of the crew, uh, Lou and the producers and the DOP will be about 20 feet behind me. And I walked out onto the crust and just went literally straight through the crust myself. <laughs> so like thigh length. And I went straight down <laughs> to about, yeah, about knee deep yep. in, in this mud. And I went, I've got an idea. <laughs> First get me out of here. Yeah. <laughs> That's how that sort of came yep. to be. We did the same with um, It worked exactly the Ziggy's, same way. Ziggy's character. Walk yep. out here, you will go through it. Trust me. How do you know? I, I did, did it. it. <laughs> oh. Give me a hand. What now? <sighs> Guess we need a plan B. And Arnie, there were so many scenes of Dean and Ziggy driving in the car. How did you approach blocking the conversations to give variation? That was, that was uh, one of the big challenges for the whole thing was exactly, you got so many scenes that I didn't want them all to be the same. So what I tried to do was work out what the energy of the actual scene what it was. And I would use or find a camera or, or some equipment that would give me that energy. So it constantly changed, like if it was a, a energetic scene, I might go handheld and, and put the cameras in the back of the car or what have you, or I might mount them on the side if it was a more static thing. We used drones, we used GoPros. I, we took so many cameras, so much equipment, but it was all based on the energy and performance of the, uh, the guys, you know, whatever we needed to tell the story with the energy. So it was never, we hardly ever did the same thing twice. No, definitely not. Yeah. I constantly, I remember constantly going, where are they putting that now? How are they going to see me? Like, it was really cool. And they all had, it was the first time I'd ever driven with cameras on the sides of cars or on the front of the car or both or whatever. So that was like awesome as well. It is amazing that you can drive with a camera blocking your view and the side of your view and the corner of your view and you can still see. It is pretty, it's amazing. So really driving the car wasn't on a, on a trailer? Oh, no, 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 we, no, no, no. We, we did everything 100%. Really? These guys drove the cars with up to four cameras wow. um, in various places stuck to the car. And the amount of people that were in the boot and then in the back seat, Arnie lay you know, at, at a, a, like a behind the seat under the, like under the chairs at one point. It was incredible how close he and Tony got. Like head, <laughs> Super close. Heads yeah. next to each other. Yeah. Did you get training for it? Special driving <laughs> yeah. training? Oh, no, no but they have to our first ad was very like she's very good at keeping everyone safe so you had to make sure that you had a point of vision or were able to see it all and you had radios at all the time and roads are always locked down so we had total control of the situation yeah. but none none of it was done load loaders it was all done 100 percent 
which was, mm. yeah, we didn't that's We didn't of, even do simulated travel. We did it all 100%. Yeah, that's pretty rare for a shoot like that for using cars anyway. Usually it's on a trailer and you're doing all that kind of stuff. So it's good to sort it of It is, but we had to move very, level. very fast. This show runs very fast. So to do that, we couldn't afford low loaders. It, it slow us down too much. Mm. Plus, we only did uh, two scenes, two or three scenes on the bitumen. Everything else was on, on the dirt. And the low loaders would have, would have not coped with it. So, uh, yeah, we had, to, uh, we had to shoot it for real, which was a lot more fun. Yeah, and more epic. We had heaps of fun with the walkie-talkies. It was really fun. There was an air horn. It was, it was great. What else do you need? Exactly. The song, songs more? in between takes. So many songs. Songs in between takes. <laughs> Singing at the top of our yeah, voices. Yeah, it was so good. It sounds like such a big bonding experience for everyone as well. It like, was, yeah. Stories you'll never forget. You can only sweat. You think you can only sweat on people so much, but you're wrong. <laughs> you can drench them with your sweat and more. <laughs> So as we come close to calling cut on this very special podcast episode, what can you share with us about exciting shoots to come? Are there any hints you can give us as to where the bay may go next? Any special storylines coming up for Ziggy? Oh, teaser. There, Ziggy gets to have another experience to do with cars coming up that is very exciting. Uh, that might be a bit of a tester on her personal life and that's all you get. What would you hope to see for the for your character? Uh, I hope Ziggy just continues to be a bit of a badass. She's so much fun to play. She's She challenges everything that I love women to challenge and she pushes me in different directions. So I hope that that continues. I'm sure it will. And you'll be continue to be challenged as well. I hope so. And now Arnie. I believe there's a special line that you call when you've got the scene in the bag. <laughs> Would you do us the honour of closing this special edition of the Home and Away podcast? Cut, check, print, gold. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Thank you. Don't forget to subscribe and tell all your friends about this awesome podcast. A big thanks to Julie McGora and Seven's Head of Drama, Loretta Farrell, the producer, Nikki Hamilton, the executive producer. My name is Jason Smith. Join me next time on the Home and Away podcast. This is a Seven West Media podcast.